life on the road. It's bees, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. What? Dude, I've been doing this for so long. Like, I don't know. 2008 maybe yeah 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 damn 2008 i think so somewhere around that it's gone through a couple incarnations and uh i took a year off because of personal problems personal problems drugs beating my wife stuff like that <laughs> well those are, those are all just causes in right. my eyes man i don't know what you said to you so i can't judge you for that uh thanks for tuning in to the road stories podcast everybody i'm your host murray valeriano part of all things comedy uh network uh check out all things comedy.com you can get a lot of great podcasts there besides myself you can get Jackie Cation's Dork Forest, Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini's uh, Comedy Film Nerds. You can get uh, The Crab Feast, Ryan Sickler, Jay Larson. You can get the Monday Morning Podcast with the man Bill Burr. All, all great stuff over there. And um, um, I'm not sure what show is featured over there, but as far as I'm concerned, they're all featured there this week. So uh, that's it. Here we are, back in a windy day, back in my Mar Vista studios. Mar Vista Studios. Yes. Ooh, that sounds way more swank than I ever would have imagined. Mar Vista. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited today uh, because, um, well, one comic bailed. We won't say his name because I don't know him that well. I don't want (laughs) to shit on him. If I do, I might shit on him for the first 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I warned you about his flakiness, man. I I was just waiting for, I was just staring at my phone. I'm like, there it is. is." So uh, I was going to reschedule, and I said, uh, just fuck it. Let's just... Uh, one-on-one, man. Let's just have Ian Gutowski over and shoot the shit for Ian a little Gutowski. while. Well, especially it's been three years since we uh, met each other in uh, Reno. Reno. Catch a rising catch star, a rising man. Star. Or as Jimmy Schubert calls it, catch a rising middle act. Which was an insane week, too. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy week. I uh, crazy fun week, man. Yeah, I was I uh, what was I think? I was trying. To, I, I get my. I've been there a few times, so I get those a little bit confused. But um, Catch a Rising Star has gone downhill since the seventies, <laughs> don't you think? Because <laughs> if you talk to like, well, yeah. <laughs> like Rich Scheidner was on last week, and like Bobby Collins, and you talk to those guys, are like New York Catch a Rising Star, nineteen seventy nine. That was the place to be, <laughs> really. <laughs> Reno, Nevada, Reno. 2011. Catch a rising star. Not, not the place, the place, place to, to be. be. <laughs> not, not the place to be. Uh, um, I'm just kidding. Probably, if anybody's listening, I'd work there again. Uh, but Christian, the manager, is no longer there. He's he, no longer there. And then they hired a manager slash comedian now. That oh, really? It. Yeah. How's really nice guy, out? Drake. He's a good dude, man. Yeah. Went to last time I was there. He took me out. Went to like Virginia City and did like one of those Rocky Mountain Oyster. They had the festivals there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, bull nuts. Yeah. So I tried those for the first time <laughs> while I was there. So that's the advantage of having the new manager. <laughs> you <get laughs> bull nuts. Bull nuts, eating bull nuts, which was gross. That's good because it's uh, that club is a uh, is in a casino, and if you're not careful, you cannot actually breathe oxygen for four days. Like, you oh. don't have to leave. You Everything's in there. The gym, the restaurants, the club, the bar. And just like, and if you have like a severe addiction to gambling and alcohol, like I do, it was just a bad, it's always been a bad mix. <laughs> I swear to you, the most I've ever come home with is $300 from that gig. <laughs> I'm not lying. And it's like, and it usually like, obviously like that with like sales and stuff, I make a whole lot more than that. But I'm right. usually like, good. If I, if I come home with $300, I consider that a win. <laughs> and then take up my plane ticket. So I was like lost 120 a week. <laughs> but like all the debauchery that's been had, I was always happy with it. Yeah. Know? I think I'm there again in July. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Vegas. I'm going back to Vegas in June. I'm pretty good about gambling anymore. I only play poker, and I don't really play that that much anymore. No more blackjack. Mm -mm. That was our game when we were there. I I raked it in one afternoon. I lost it all the night before. Gin gin and tonics. Gin and tonics. And I was like, because I don't drink liquor because it makes me crazy, but Murray was drinking them. I'm like, that seems, Murray seems like he has shit together. (laughs) Maybe my problem is I'm just drinking the wrong combination. Yeah, exactly. So it was like gin and, and, and soda or whatever it was, man. We had that. I've since cut out the tonic. Oh, the tonic, just straight gin? Yeah. Oh, it was vodka. It wasn't gin. Like I've always said, man. 
uh, <laughs> gents for alcoholics, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna go drink back vodka. to vodka. <laughs> well, that was that thing where we got back, and there's that dude. Yeah. All right. So set this up. This is I've, I don't I haven't even hinted at this story because I waited for you to get on uh, to come on to tell this story. So <laughs> you waited five years for me to move to Los Angeles. You'll <laughs> yeah. move one day. Oh, by the way, thing. Ian did just move to Los Angeles, and he lives five minutes from my house. So now you're going to be the de facto fill-in guy. Oh, so when somebody flakes, it. I'll be calling you. Please do, do this. man. Yeah, yeah. I love this shit. Can you fill in for the other guy? Oh, you're already yeah. here. <laughs> I can tell you his stories. <laughs> so we started out that night with the the manager who took us to this really cool bar. Yeah. Do you remember that? And like, if you if you were to blindfold me and put me in that bar, I would, and you would tell me it was, it was Los Feliz, I would have believed you. Yeah. It was like a little hipster bar in Reno. Mm-hmm. Who even knew? It was Reno a cool upstairs. Like we walked up the stairs in the, the really cool uh, downstairs uh, area, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. great beer. Yeah, well, that's like a lot of places in Reno have those little like hole in the wall places that are like that with a lot of hipster, cool yeah. like beer. I didn't know that. Know, public houses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and Christian was also a drinker and shit too. Yeah, I mean, Christian would come to the club every <laughs> night and there would be a rocks glass full of whis- whiskey yeah. before the show, and he would just glug glug, not sip it, just put that thing put down. Put it down. Well, to be the manager there, I think you have to. Yeah. You know, because like, <laughs> anyway, like, I'm still friends with Christian and shit too. I haven't seen him in. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I miss, I like Christian. Dude. But that was like, I think that was like, uh, that set off the precedent for that, that weekend. I don't think there was a night we didn't drink. No, that was a pretty, and that one night, I mean, the next day, I remember you were up and at the gym at like 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like rolled out at like one and sat in the sauna trying to sweat alcohol out on my body. Uh, so I'm like, I got like Viking habits. When I like drink, I'm even harder on myself the next day. Where I'm just like, all right, it's a salad, and then I'm going to work out for two hours. <laughs> then I feel even worse because I'm like, well, shit, now I feel bad again. I just got to start, then I just start drinking again <laughs> and wait for 10 a.m. to whirl around. So Christian bails on us that night. Uh-huh. Remember that? He's uh-huh. like, all of a sudden, he's like, we're going to a bar. And I'm like, okay, we get to the bar. He's like, I'm going home. And I'm like, well, how are we getting home? He's like, He's like, don't go down this street because you'll get shot. <laughs> go <laughs> down two streets <laughs> up. <laughs> like, oh, great. See you tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> well, actually, the funny thing about Reno, too, is like all my friends always ask me about Reno and be like, oh, I hear it's like a little Las Vegas. I'm like, you're completely wrong. There is nothing <laughs> that says Las Vegas about Reno. No, no. Like, Reno is just like, if, think of like all the dreams and all like the bigness of, of Las Vegas. And then if you took all those hopes and dreams and just crushed them and made another city six hours north <laughs> yeah. of that. That is exactly what they did with Reno, Nevada, man. I call it the biggest little disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need to change that sign, man. <laughs> it is. It's 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 such a weird, squirrely place. Mm-hmm. And just like some of the most strangest human beings I think I've ever met yeah. have come from like Reno, Nevada, which we ended uh, up coming in contact with later in the week. Yeah. But like even like the dealers and stuff. Remember that one lady where I had to ask for like a new dealer because she was having a meltdown? Oh, Do yeah. you remember wow. that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She had a total meltdown on the table. Like I was like, me and you, like we're always friendly and talkative. Yeah, yeah. The one guy comes in, tries treating her like shit. And he's like, do you mind if I sit here? And you're like, uh, if you apologize to the lady for being an asshole, you can sit here. You know? And then, then she was actually a nice lady. Then they brought in this like, she was like in her 50s or something. Mm. And uh, I was uh, just... Uh, she looked like she was in her 50s. This is Reno. She came yeah. in 24. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> and already a grandmother. And, <laughs> and I was just like, we're being friendly. And she's like, I didn't come here to work to being hit on. And I'm like, sweetheart, if you think I'm hitting on you, you have made a grave error in right, judgment. Right, there right. is nothing that would make me hit on you ever. And uh, she was just like, she was basically having a breakdown where a point where she's almost like crying. And we're just like... We're yeah. here to fucking play blackjack and have a little bit of fun. I had to call the pit boss over. I'm like, can you get this sad sack out of here? Like, can we put somebody in that smiles? Like, this is terrible. Like, yeah, she I, was living her worst nightmare right in front of us. Well, whatever was happening in her life was obviously like a terrible, terrible fucking thing, man. But uh, at the same time, we couldn't take it. I'm like, I need it. And we were drunk at the point. I was just like, I need somebody in here yeah. that can smile at me. But I think was that, that wasn't the night that we ran into that couple, though, was it? I don't know. I'm, now I'm remembering. We played a lot of blackjack. Oh, it was every night. It was, and every afternoon, too. Well, the guy I'm staying with, Nat, he remember he was doing guest spots there. Oh, yeah, Nat. I yeah. remember kicking in the door and being like, wake up, I got stories. I'm like, <laughs> I won $600 fucking dollars at the blackjack. Then the next night, I'd wake up, boom, I lost that 600 plus another 500 <laughs> <laughs> And that has been my... my uh, my fucking love affair with gambling. It's always been that way. I'll go way up 
And then the rest of the week is just, just me losing just bleeding. And I'm just like, yeah. I go, if I leave $300 in my account, I should get by. <laughs> so like, honestly, it's like, I'm like, I got $187. I should be good when I get home. If we, we played, uh, and if you got a, a suited blackjack, you also got to pick a stuffed animal out. Do you remember that? Oh, God. And I, I was hitting, like, I kept hitting it. So uh, yeah. I kept grabbing the banana, the stuffed yes, banana. Yes, yes. Saying, I'm going to sell them at the show tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> but that wasn't, that wasn't at Reno. That was at that crazy one. Like, it was like Circus Circus. That's where that was with the ugly ass yellow floor. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like it was almost like a garage, but you could. Yeah, it was like it was like somebody built a casino in an underground parking garage. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like yeah, <laughs> where all the pipes and shit. It's got like you know like careful six foot six. Like it's got all those same <laughs> things. Like no parking after six p.m. Like where are we? And it was like the circus, circus, and they had stuffed animals for adults to win. Yeah, yeah. And you had like it was a ba- at the end it was like a bushel. It was like a, a bunch a of, of bananas. And I just kept picking the bananas, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna sell them banana. tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I'm like. This was before I had my kid. I think my wife was just pregnant. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to keep him for my kid. And I bring him home. My wife's like, get him the hell out of the house. Like, get that dirty, toxic, toxic, yeah. (laughs) Before you poison our unborn kid, get it out. Burn sage around these bananas. (laughs) So one night we ended up back at the uh, bar at the wherever Catch was. What is it? Silver Springs? Silver Seven. Silver Seven. Is that a Silver Seven? No, Silver Legacy. Silver Legacy Casino. Silver Legacy Casino. And. Where they shot Kingpin, actually. Yes, but my wife worked on Kingpin, so right. I went across to the. I did go to the uh, bowling museum, and I looked up my friend Chris Hardwick's dad too. Um, all right, so we end up at this bar, and now this is a long time ago, and we were drunk, and I don't really remember much of it. But somehow we got into a conversation with a group of people. I remember it vividly. Right? Okay, all right, <laughs> go. It was it was a dude and this girl, and the girl. Like, I mean, if you could put like like a white trailer trash girl, like a picker for a movie, like this was yeah, it's stereotypical. Yeah, white just down trash. the line, yeah. down the line, and then this dude she was with. I mean, it's just like, it's always like one of those like creepy guys you never want to like, he always looks like he wants to talk to you and you just say, oh God, please don't talk yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. He was the guy that came up and talked to me and she went over and started talking to you at the video poker. And uh, I, I was just like, I was in a mood where I wanted to talk to sure. a guy that looked like this. It looked like he had some stories. <laughs> so we start talking and there's like that big hole in his head. He oh, had yeah, a big, he had a big hole in his fucking head right on the top. And uh, he's like, hey, man, <laughs> he's like, you want to touch my brain? <laughs> I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? He goes, well, that hole right there. He goes, ain't no bone, man. That's just my brain. <laughs> he's like, you want to touch it? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to touch it. <laughs> so like, I stick my finger in there and oh. I start feeling around at what I guess is a brain. Like, right, I right. don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know what it's like? I've never felt one before. This is a first for me. So like, it's really soft and mushy. And I'm like, does that like make your foot move or anything? <laughs> like, I feel like I should be able to control you somehow. He's like, oh no, man, it's just motorcycle accident. I'm like, of course it was yeah, a okay, motorcycle right, right. accident. And I see now out of the corner of my eye, I see this chick on you were just like talking your ear off and you're just sitting at the video poker machine just trying to mind face down in it. Yeah. Face down in it while she's like, What do you do? And why don't you buy me a drink? And like, sweetheart, they're free here. So you don't have to you don't have to buy anybody. You just have to you just have to be here and order one. That's basically the only thing you have to do in here. And I remember just like it was like a short lived conversation. Um and then we ended up just like going back. We're like, hey, let's just get something. It was like, oh, what was, it must have been like 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Something oh, yeah. crazy. And uh, <laughs> we're like, let's go get something to eat, man. Wait, so, hold on. You forgot. What? Where he starts reciting the Bible. Oh, shit. You got to pick it up from me. Okay. I have a complete... <laughs> whenever he starts talking Bible to me, that's probably where I black out. <laughs> he, started, right. he started... Speaking. Somehow, I, I, try, I, try to, I try to get away from this woman. And so I move over to you guys, and she follows me. And she's standing behind me, and then I, I walked in right when he's like reciting the though I walk through the valley of shadows or whatever. Oh, he was doing that one, yeah, too? and then started That's crying. Don't you remember that? Oh, I remember tears. Yeah, I remember <laughs> tears. It was a night full of everything, man. <laughs> and so, and so I'm just like, all right, buddy, okay. You know, I'm I'm not being a di- I'm not being a douche. The guy guy's obviously got problems. So <laughs> oh, yeah, being supportive. Like, well, it's not only that. It's just like you do, at any moment this guy could fucking snap and probably kill you. Yeah. You know, like something could go violently wrong in so that I- conversation. <laughs> so you just have to like put your hands like. I know you're going through a lot right now. Yeah, like, what do you do? Yeah, thanks. You know, we all, yeah, you'll get through it and all yeah, that I stuff. remember him crying, but I don't remember him reciting the Bible. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I feel something on my neck. And to this day, I don't know if it was lips 
Or lips. Or, or, lips. <laughs> or somehow she's crying behind me, too, but I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I love it when he does this part. He's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> this is where it really gets you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I'm like, how many people have like, like if they like. If they actually go out and try to just like find people to do this to or something, right, right. or we're just like the ones, because I was like totally engaged until I would like get bored with it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, you know, then I'm just like, all right. Like, I, I love this meeting is... people on the road. I love it. And sometimes they've got crazy stories like that. Sometimes yeah. they're boring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like those people are always like, all right, this has got to be some sort of entertainment value. But I don't think, I don't think we were wrong with hanging out with those two. No, not at all. Uh, not at all. It was, it was amazing. But, uh, and I forgot about him reading the Bible. So, yeah, I think at that point, when he starts crying, I remember the crying part. And being mm. like, All right, I, think, <laughs> I think this party's played, man. <laughs> he's, he's no longer, maybe I triggered that in his brain right, or right, something right. <laughs> when I touched it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we ended up like, go upstairs, like uh, the, the restaurant. There, mm. And we were just like talking about how crazy the experience was. And then we hear her again. Yeah, oh yeah, she comes in. She comes in, but with two separate dudes. That guy, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, and I believe she was with somebody before that guy too. Like I just remember going, oh here she comes with two other guys. With two other guys. Yeah. So we're sitting at a table, and like to our left, they sit in a booth. So it's a guy on one side, a guy on the other side, and he's they're both tucked in, and then she's on the outside. Yeah. And we can hear the conversation plain as day, even though we're like two tables over. So everybody can hear this yeah, conversation. Yeah. And we're trying not to make eye contact, but we're listening. Yeah, we're listening because we don't want to be invited over for, yeah, for, yeah. for fucking breakfast with these knuckleheads. <laughs> so um, she is completely engaged with the guy to her left and she's talking very very loud very loud and very sexual and uh the poor server comes up and was just like are you guys ready to order now she keeps talking like and totally unaware of the waitress like zero unaware and the only thing we hear is i want you to whip out your cock and start jerking off right at the table she immediately turns <laughs> to the waitress and goes, I'll have a Denver omelet. <laughs> and I, I don't think I have ever laughed so hard in my fucking life. She was totally oblivious to that waitress. She's like, take out your cock. And I'm like, oh, she has no idea. And then just whips around. Take out, one of you better take out your cock and start jerking off right now. Denver, Denver omelet. omelet. And if she would have just said omelet, it wouldn't have been that funny, probably. <laughs> the fact that she picked the Denver omelet just put it into the fucking stratosphere as far as humor. She has no idea like how brilliant her time. Her timing in that moment was like David Tell timing. It was oh, just yeah. like wham. I was like, Denver omelet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then we just loved it, we just fucking lost it. We were just on the ground, and she was just snarling at us the whole time. Oh, we were God. Like, and the greatest thing ever is just like, uh, you know, me and Murray will keep in contact, and anytime we keep in contact, the words Denver omelet <laughs> have to be in play during a conversation. I'll just get a text, text every once in a while. It just says, says Denver, Denver omelet. Because <laughs> it's just like that story, like, is in, you have no idea. I'm sure you said how many times I've told that story. Oh, man. To friends. And it just, even um, I was telling my wife, I'm like, oh, I'm going over to Murray's. And she, you know, it's like comedy. We know like so many people. Yeah, yeah. She's like, which one's Murray again? And I'm like, the Denver Omelette story. And I go, we're <laughs> at a thing. And she's like, I don't need to hear it for the 87th time. <laughs> I'm like, you don't understand. I do. Like, I have to hear myself tell this story once a week. I couldn't wait I to tell so my guys at my Monday night poker game. I like, I like shut down the poker. All right, you got to hear this. <laughs> this, is, this is the greatest story of all time. Oh, man. Man, that was such a wild week, man. That was, was just, a wild week. And I think that was like my last week, too, of just like partying so hard. Not really, but it was where <laughs> I, I, I honestly came home off that week being like, I got to start settling down. Right, right. Like fucking things are getting so squirrely for me out there. Yeah, yeah. That would have been my, I think that was my last hurrah before my kid came. So that really toned me down also. Having said that, like the last, I don't know, three out of 10 podcasts, I've been like, I'm really hung over today. You have to bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then you have the kid, <laughs> yeah. and then hung hangovers become necessary. Well, the kid—it's funny. We've talked about this before. How the going on the road is like a little mini vacation yeah. because I can sleep in and I can drink if um, I want and watch TV and watch TV. And nobody's and changing go. it. You're not watching like tell. You're not watching Door the Explorer for right, 18 right. hours before you want to put your head through a window. Go to the gym all day. It's good, but I miss my kid so. 
That's what's going to suck about Vegas. Vegas is six, 12 shows in six days. That's six days which, in which Vegas. Do the improv. It? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's got to kill you by the end, man. Oh, man, by the... By like Sunday night, you're just your energy is just you don't even have energy to match the Sunday night crowd. <laughs> are, are they fun crowds? Oh yeah, they're great. The you know what's week? funny about Vegas, especially the improv, and I think we talked about this before on the show, and I apologize if we have. It's it's completely different than a regular club date. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday's gonna be light and kind of sucky. Friday first show is gonna be great. Friday second show, usually off the rails with drunk people. Saturday, both shows are great. Sunday's light. Everybody's tired. That's the way it goes. But like Vegas, Tuesday through Sunday is Tuesday's great. Like I figured Tuesday would blow. Packed. Tuesday's great. Wednesday is good. Thursday is bad. (laughs) Friday's good. Saturday's bad. I forget, but there's like turnover days. So Sunday's bad. Oh, it's turnover days. So yeah, just so like, like people wow, who are man. either too tired and want to leave, so they have no energy, or people who just got there and they'd rather be gambling, but they got tickets to the thing. So yeah, like Thursday's the real shitty day there, I think. I don't know. I'll tell you again in July or June when I go back. <laughs> I was just there three weeks ago at uh, the Grand at the uh, in the Mob Bar or whatever. It's a bonkers room there. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And uh, it was kind of crazy. I was like, I was doing some really, I just took a chance. It was like a really weird crowd. Uh-huh. So I was like, I had gone to this thing with like trying to get deeper on stage. So I was like, all right, well, I had this thing where just like, wasn't that long ago, like eight or nine months ago, I was having really bad suicidal thoughts and stuff. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk about this on stage. I got some jokes for it. I start going into it. I get booed. What? You got booed? <laughs> I'm like, so I, I tried to take my life uh, a few months ago. I ended up, I've been, you know, I've been like, I've been put into it institutionalized twice. Right. Um, for uh, bipolar or whatnot. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like trying to like work this shit out. This 24 year old kid with two diamond studies, just like, boo. I'm like, I'm like, how can you boo someone that's like burying their soul right now? I'm trying like, to kill myself. Boo. boo. I'm just like, <laughs> and it was just weird because like the whole crowd when I was doing that just started looking down on me. It was right. very, oh, like, really? Yeah. Wow. Where I'm like trying to be, because I mean, I've done the, I've, I've sharpened them too, I've done it since, and it's gotten a uh-huh. very, very, like, very, like, really good response. But it was just drunk people in Vegas. I mean, you know, it's just different. Like, it sets people off. It's like the Wild West when people come to Vegas. Oh, right? yeah. There's fucking no rules. People just get drunk. So this kid starts uh, booing me. And I'm like, shut up, man. I go, there's no reason for... Anyways, I get I call him a twerp, and I guess right. that's what sends him off, right? He's 24 <laughs> and twerps the one. Well, he had, like, I've got a beard, and he had one of those little soul patches. Uh-huh. I'm like, I go, 24 years, you look at that. That's all you can grow in is, like, four whiskers. I go, in 10 years, you might be able to grow in something like this. I go, you just don't have the life experience yet to boo. That's what I'm trying to talk about, because you know nothing of fucking life. Right. He jumps up. And I'm like, oh, here we go. All, all right, right. first of all, let me just say, Ian is not a small guy. Yeah, I'm like I'm six, what are you, six? Six, six, 230 pounds. I like keep in the gym and stuff. Right, right. He's fit. He's not a. I, I spent three years boxing and stuff. So, uh, which is weird because I mean I have so many fucking fight stories. Stand up, <laughs> really? like, I, dude, you have no idea how many people want to just fight me for some reason. And I got to look. I guess like I look like I think I kind of look like an asshole. Like I don't know. Like, but you're and I'm sure your materials changed in the last three years. But it's oh, very. But it's very, very silly and yeah, it's light. silly and goofy and yeah, and just kind of fun. Yeah, and, um, maybe that's what maybe it was going from silly to goofy to suicide. The guy, <laughs> boo, get silly. Uh, you know, like I don't know what was going. Well, the kid was going. Was going his mind. He's drunk. Sure. So I'm just like, dude, sit down, man. I go, you're just posturing. You don't want to do this shit. And um, he's like, you called my mom ugly. And I go, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. And then his mom's right there. Like, by the way, the whole family's there. Brother, no. sister, aunts, uncles, everybody there for birthday parties. The family that drinks together stays <laughs> the family together. family stays together. Yeah. <laughs> very, very tight-knit group of people, right? And uh, she jumps up and she's like, he didn't call me ugly. Then she turns to me and is like, did you call me ugly? <laughs> I'm like, no, I thought that was just implied. Oh! So, oh. So, Way to defuse it. So, well, at this point, like... Because I think the the thing too is like doing that kind of material is I kind of do it more angry as a defense mechanism. Uh-huh. It's very vulnerable for me, so I'm like I kind of attack it in a different way. Like you're not going to hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Type of whatever that psychology is, you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. It. That's also six years of therapy talking there too, my friends. But uh, 
So he like he snaps and he's acting like crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whenever you see two guys about to fight and one's acting crazy and one guy's calm, the crazy guy is about to get his head kicked in. Right. (laughs) Now, I didn't do anything like I didn't hit him or anything like that, but and I've never like I mean, we of all I think I think most comics, maybe all I've had some altercations, somebody standing up, posturing. I've had it happen to where security's had to grab somebody on me and stuff like that, you know, because I mean, when, when I get heckled, I just get like, I'm not like cutesy with it. I'm just like, shut up or get out. Right, know? right. Which is, I think I told that kid, obviously, too. But, anyways, he makes it to the stage. There's still no security, <laughs> zero security. So he puts his hands on me and mm-hmm. pushes me. So now I'm just like, well, I'm not going to sit and, you know, like, like, be like, you know, like, like getting attacked by a bear. Where I'm just gonna like curl up in a ball right. on the ground or some shit, right. you know. So I just, I grab the kid and I put him to the grounds, and I, I have it on tape. You do? Oh yeah. Oh, you got? Can I post it on the Facebook page? Yeah, I can give you certain clips of it and okay. stuff because, like, it's been sent because there's been reports. So I'm not sure, but, but oh, okay, sure, but, sure. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, I'd love it because I mean, when you hear it, it's like pandemonium. You'd sw- it's it's like sounding if like aliens were attacking and everybody's like losing their minds. Right, right. That is exactly what's going on. But like in that moment, I was the only one that was calm. Sure. Because I was holding a kid down, and I'm like, "Can I have security? Can I please?" have security and finally security comes and, oh and while i'm is there a problem here well here's, the, <laughs> well, here's people you know well here's the best the best line of the night was i'm holding him down and i'm saying i need security i need security and she goes the the mom comes up and goes i'm his mother i'm security oh that's and adorable like, that is so cute while i hold your son on the ground like a gazelle and uh and it just like it was a very odd feeling, like with the mom pulling up while I have her twenty-four-year-old boy on the ground, and the sisters and the aunts and uncles are all screaming, and I'm just like, "Fucking, where am I right, right now?" Right. Like, I did not get into stand-up to ever, ever <laughs> end up here. Like, I'm like, I'm holding him down, going like. I'm here to make you laugh, son. <laughs> I want to make you laugh. I don't ever want it to get to here, young man. You know, this is not where it should go. And it was just this odd feeling of, of just like, fucking, where am I right now? Like, how did it ever get to this? So they cancel. So oh, so anyway, so it's all done. They they peel them off, and uh, my glasses that I have here, they're like all jacked up. And I'm just like, I, they go, do you want to press charges? I'm like, I don't want to press charges. And I'm like, wait, he screwed up my glasses. I'm like, press charges on that little fucker, right? So then I go, and I go like, and then I calm down. I'm like, I don't want to press charges. I just want $70 for my glasses. Right. You know? So they gave me 70 bucks. Then they kicked him out of the hotel. So they go to kick him out of the hotel. They go, no, wait, no, I want to press charges on me. Oh, he wants to press charges on you. Me, yeah. Okay. I'm like, you were being until like you put your hands on me. Like, there's no. So the security guard's just like, hey, just get out of here. I'm like, all right. So it's like 6 p.m., two hours before Saturday show. And I get the call from uh, the owner of Bonkers. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Uh, what's going on, man? Right. I'm just like, which, by the way, there has been, I've had a bit of a history with kind of like skirmishes in comedy clubs and stuff with Joe. Yeah, with the, who? Wait, hold on. You're not 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 with Joe, but in other clubs with other people. Oh, okay. Yeah, other like, like I said, it's it's very odd when you're. I, I think there's a thing like when you're as as like my height and stuff. Uh huh. People have nothing to lose. If if you if they beat me up, they're like, I just beat up a half giant. Right, right. And if they lose, they go, well, did you see the size of the guy? Sure. Or something. So it's, like I I think there's something there. I don't know. All I know is that my instances for this. Are way higher than almost every comic. I know. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> you know, like even like I don't think like Doug Stanhope has gone through what I've gone through oh, being like a silly, goofy comedian. Right, right. So, uh, by the way, who wears Kermit the Frog shirts <laughs> yes, uh, on have, stage? Like I'm telling you, yeah, I have I have at least four Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a Mr. Potato Head one right now. I couldn't figure out what that was. It was like Mr. an Angry Potato Birds. Head. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like my thing, you know. And uh, and a little bit is just to disarm myself. Like I'm just like I'm a happy guy. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Because I kind of think I look like a prison guard or something. You do. Yeah. Well, you know, the shaved head and the beard. beard you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah and but it's, I look like a douchebag. Damn sexy. Well, thank you, Murray. No problem. I just saw, I look at me, I'm like, God, I look like such an asshole. Like, that's what I see looking back. <laughs> I was like, God, I look like such an idiot. And, but, uh, <laughs> so, 
All that goes down, and now I get a call from him. He's like, "What? What's going down?" He's like, "I need to hear that audio." And like, and all my friends are like, "Man, I wish." Because I mean, you know, word spreads. It went crazy. Oh, yeah. He's like, "You need this video on YouTube." I'm like, "I don't have the video." And then I'm mad at myself for not videotaping my shows. You know? Right? <laughs> like, God damn, that was my ticket in. <laughs> That's uh, they they let me work the laugh factory after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> You don't need a good set, man. You need a good controversial tape. That's all you need, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so he's like, "Show's canceled tonight. You're still gonna get paid for it." I'm like, "All right, cool." But I wanted to do stand up, you know. I mean, I'm drove to Vegas. So they canceled Saturday's show. Saturday shows and no go. I'm like, "Is this was this was this Friday? Is that what I'm thinking?" Okay, Friday. It was just a Friday Saturday gig. Oh, okay. One show Friday, one show Saturday. Home. Yeah. (laughs) Or so you thought. (laughs) (laughs) So so I basically got paid. Like I got. It was. I remember. I was 28 minutes in when all Uh that shit went down. Right. So. Anyways, uh, the manager there tries to be really passive aggressive with me. Mm -hmm. She's just like as she's walking out the door. The club manager. The club manager. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's just like, well, I just thought everything you did was ridiculous as she walks out the door without me ever getting it. So I walk out after her, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, what's the deal? Like, what are we? And she's just like, you are an extension of this casino. And the way you acted, I go, the way I acted was like really professionally. I thought, right. I'm like, am I just like, what am I supposed to do? Just like keep yelling for security while this 24 year old kid punches me? Like, I'm not going to allow that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I go, I think you guys should probably think about having security. She goes, security at a comedy club? I'm like, <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Every comedy club has like eight guys yeah. that are bigger than me sitting <laughs> at, at each corner of the room because people are so easily offended in this day and age, and people like to get so drunk this day, especially and age. in Vegas. Especially, and you know, here's a funny thing. She says that. The bartender told me two days before they had a monster fight in that same room. <laughs> not to mention, it's not only is they doing comedy; it's a bar. Yeah. And I mean, like, you've got geriatrics hitting the same button on a slot machine. You got security all over the place out there. Right. If <laughs> Pull some of those people in. <laughs> I think everything's going to be fine, yeah. just fine out there. <laughs> so it was, and you want to know what the crazy thing that happened, too, is like it caused a, a, like an insane fear for me to get back on stage. Really? Yeah. Like the psychology of like being finally like attacked, where I was just like, and it was like the stuff that I was doing, I'm just like, I've got shows coming up out in LA and I'm like, I can't, right. I don't think I, I don't think I can do this. Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. think about becoming an agent or something, <laughs> maybe manage some comedians. I'm going to start making some of those phone calls. But yeah, it really like my anxiety that, and I did like some, some open mic in like, was it Reseda? I don't know. Some place close to Pasadena. Uh-huh. And it was just like a, like in a Mexican restaurant in a cool little place. And it's nothing but like the friendliest, like local comics there. Sure. And it was just like I was sweating and I'm just like, I know I'm not going to get attacked, but I, I always equate just like if you play like baseball and you get beaned. Sure. You know what I'm saying? The next time at bat, you're just like, please throw these fucking balls outside, man. <laughs> Do not pinch me, you know? No, man. I, like I got held under surfing one time and it took me a oh, week. Really? It took me a week to where I did and I just had to paddle out into big surf and get it out of my system. Really? Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, exactly I want to start surfing. You just told me I can get, <laughs> there's a chance I can get caught under a wave. Like, oh. I will never do this now. Like, now I will never go surfing. There is more of a chance of you getting caught under a wave uh, than it is you getting into a fight on stage. Like, you're going to get caught under a wave. It's oh, just going to okay. happen. Well, so. I'm out. <laughs> can I come watch you surf? Oh, sure, you know, it's just like, that. you're doing great, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep waving from the show. Hey, buddy. Really good. Thumbs up over here. So what happened with, uh, with the owner? Now, I don't work bonkers. I know they're a huge chain, man. They're a monster chain, but uh, they're kind of. Are they a B level club? Yeah, B to C. B to, you know? Oh, B to C. Oh, I didn't realize it was B to so, C. Okay. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of weekend stuff. Uh-huh. Of, you got a lot of Friday Saturdays, and like there's one in a bowling alley, one in a bar. Oh, okay. You know they've got a lot of casinos now. He's got a bunch of rooms now in Vegas. Okay. But it's all like Friday Saturday. They got a room in Prim. Okay. So he has a lot of that kind of stuff, and uh, it's kind of like. Where I started was in a bonkers. Mm-hmm. So I know the owner really well. And like he stood up for me. He's like, I know it's not your fault. Oh, good. So like, he was really, it was Joe Sanfilippo and stuff. And um, a lot of comics like dog on him sometimes. But it's just like, he's always been really good to me. Uh-huh. Like if I've ever needed work or anything like that, he's on. Like he's just like, hey, man, I'll help you out. You know? Right. So he's been really good. And then he, and then he did like stick up for me. Oh, on, that's good. On that. And the funniest thing ever was like the two times like where shit got real squirrely. The other time was at a Bally's. 
because there's a comic named Warren Durso who's also known as the ugliest comedian in America, <laughs> which is like the most unbelievably like disheartening title. You can right, ever have. right, right. Just as a human being, sure. It was in Wait, Esquire he magazine. Refer to himself as that, or he? No, Esquire magazine referred to him as the ugliest comic in America. Warren oh Durso. man, like he got a full spread where he's just kind of like holding his junk mm-hmm. and just a just a side view of it, and it's just grotesque. It's like a half manatee, <laughs> half oh, man. Poor Warren Durso, of, but he's a sweet guy. I love Warren. Right, Durso. right. And he'd been in the industry forever. But Warren was working with me in Bally's when I was middling, and he was a headliner. Bally's was, in Vegas? Uh, no, Bally's in Tunica, Mississippi. Oh, oh, oh. Dude. Oh, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> Forgive gotta, me for <laughs> you slumming at the Bally's in Vegas. <laughs> Which, by the way, maybe the reason I've got this is like, if you looked at my tour schedule over the last <laughs> nine years, you'd be like, here's the reason people want to fight you. Look at where you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I got into it with a dude. Um, at the time I had some kind of like strip club bit and uh, and she started getting mouthy with me for doing the stripper material and I'm his girlfriend or something yeah it's a girlfriend she's the stripper and I'm like dude I don't know how you put up with this man you know right it got heated enough where I dropped the C word on her yeah yeah so I go outside and uh, dude puts his hands on me again I push him back the girl jumps in, and my ex-wife, Yvonne, is a super tall. She looks like a linebacker for FSU. Right. Like 5'10", wide shoulders. She comes in and throws the girl. Right at that moment, Warren Durso gets a call from Joe Sanfilippo, the owner of Booker's. Like, what's going on? He's like, Ian right now is in the middle of a fight at the Bally's. I'm not lying. Warren was the MC in Vegas. As that skirmish was happening, Joe called to see how the show went. <laughs> Ian's in a fight again, and it's happening right now. <laughs> like, it's just been, and it just like, it just seems, I think I just got to stay away from Warren Durso. I was going to say, it sounds like Warren's fault to me. Yeah, I think, yeah. And that's like, yeah, good point. Yeah, it yeah. Is. It's Warren Durso, man. It's the way he looks. Being the ugliest um, comic in America just pisses people off. What magazine called him the ugliest? GQ Esquire, Esquire. <laughs> like a real good one. I know, and I love it because he like he put it out everywhere. He's like, "Hey, check this out." I'm uh, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I got, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta brace it, man. You gotta own it. Like you, know, you can't hide it. It's in a magazine. I yeah. Guess. Plus, when you when you're in a business like this and you're oversaturated with comedians, anything. Yeah, you, yeah. If yeah I, I'm, I'm the ugly. Go is the ugliest comic in the country. Yeah, good for him, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> good. Hey, Durso, good for you. Because it's two good-looking white guys. Come on, we gotta yeah. fucking struggle. Fuck, we know, gotta yeah. find Look a at hook. The struggle for us. Yeah, <laughs> Esquire's not knocking down my door yeah. for my buck like, teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you had such a, a fighting history in stand-up. It's been it's been crazy, crazy. Uh, I've had uh, in Georgia. I had to get escorted out of the back of a club in Georgia because they hated me so bad and they wanted to beat, they wanted to beat me up. They hated you because of your material or because you called their girlfriend a C-word again? No, uh, that one was very early. I think that was my first brush with it. Right. It was in a place called Waycross, Georgia, which there is no reason. What's it called? Waycross, Georgia. It's just like, if you go from Jacksonville, Florida, 95, uh-huh. and like as soon as you get over, it's like right there. And very, very redneckish. And my material is not necessarily like redneck friendly, especially like starting in the Southeast. My material kind of like, I don't like, I don't mind redneck culture as long as it's not based in ignorance. Like my problem with it is a lot of it is just like, we're proud to be, you know, just gun toting, shooting shit. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and just like, and being ignorant and calling black people the N word. So like, I kind of like call all that out where like, here's the thing. I was supposed to do 25 minutes that night. I was middling. I got real drunk. They hated me. So I right. decided I'm going to go a little bit longer. Right? <laughs> they fucking despised me. I did 37 minutes before the headliner, who's just like basically like came up to grab my hand like a lady getting off a bus. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, please, Ian, you, you have to stop. <laughs> so I'm at the back of the room and I see like a group of like three or four guys coming towards me. And then I see, I see the bouncer, really big dude coming. He's like, hey, man. Uh, I just called the cops. We got to get you out uh, the back as quick as possible once they come. Right. Because these guys want to kill you right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, that that one that one was my fault. Okay. Uh, you know, that one was me just egging on a crowd that already hated me. And I'm like, right. well, if you hate me this much, please just wait. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to get off stage right now. <laughs> and, uh, and just wildly drunk. So it was just like... And that I couldn't sleep that night because it was like a bar and then a hotel behind it. And I'm saying the whole hotel behind it. And I'm just like, God damn, they know my like. Oh yeah, and I mean in those type of places, like you know. So yeah, that was like 
that was my first like crazy, crazy brush with it. Right. And then the open, I used to run all the open mics. I mean, I had a, I had a bunch of stories there. You, op- you ran the open mics in Florida because you got started in Florida. I got I don't started know if in we Orlando. Established that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they had two main open mics: Altamont Springs at the Bonkers. And Altamont. Then, yeah. And that's where I moved from. Ap- aptly named after the Altamont uh, racetrack uh, disaster music festival in the 70s. What was it? There's 1970, a- Altamont up here in uh, Northern California. It's, oh, really? Yeah, it's legendary. Somebody got killed during the Rolling Stones set. Oh, is that when they had they, they hired Helter Skelter? Yeah, to- uh, uh, Hell's Angels. To- Hell's yeah, Angels, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the called Hell's Altamont. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bought a place there. <laughs> 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 and I lived there for a year and moved here. <laughs> so, so, so I ran the Altamont room and I ran the Orlando Improv room. And I can't tell you how many times shit got close there, too. At the Orlando Improv? Or at the. Open mic, uh, uh, Altamont. More at, the, more, and more, more at Altamont, since mm. it was more of a bar setting. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I can remember getting called in with the manager and Joe Sanfilippo mm-hmm. and being like, hey, um, I got two stories on this. Uh, and they're just like, you know, Ian, you can't, you know, these are businessmen just here to have fun, and you can't ask them to walk outside with you. You can't do it. <laughs> right. And what you have to remember, okay, like at this point in my life, I was in my late 20s. Not to sound like I'm some kind of crazy badass. I'm not. I'm a very happy dude. But I was like, at that point, I was not a very happy man. I was drinking heavily. I was on steroids, uh-huh. like heavy. So I was at that point, I was like 245 pounds. Oh, so you were on steroids for the mass. Just to get fucking. Just to get big, right? Yoked. I just okay. want to look big, you know? Because right. I was like, when I was like, when I was growing up, I was like 6'6 six, six and like 153 pounds at uh-huh. 15. So I just got picked on relentlessly. So once I could kind of control it, I was just like, I'm just going to load my shit up with, ju- with, the, with the juice. Right, right. <laughs> really, right. really do it right. Especially with, by the way, when you're bipolar and taking steroids and drinking heavy, it causes an even worse chemical imbalance. What? <laughs> believe it or not. Really? Oh, I was really right. trying to level it out. All right. I'm going <laughs> to web- WebMD that. I don't yeah, believe that at all. Do, yeah. I don't. Google that because yeah, yeah. I, might, I might be wrong. Okay. <laughs> And there's like this one night where I'm just like, bring your Hitler mustache outside. I'm fucking, I forget. The guy was probably just being like friendly, but I was like, I was all yoked up and shit. And I was wanted like, it's almost like, it's like getting a sports car and just wanting to hit it, you know, see if you can get up how fast it can go, you know? And especially with me not being in the right frame of mind in those days. So I get called in and they're like, Ian, and knock it off. You know, we've had a few instances with you being angry and stuff on stage. I'm like, well, that could be the steroids. Um, <laughs> that could be, or the my uh, violent allergic reaction to whiskey. Uh, so please don't put that on me. But uh, so, <laughs> so like, you got to calm down. We're going to let you be the MC. Everything's cool. I'm all right. I'm not, not lying. The next week, my buddy is doing a show there. He's headlining there. A comic named Ron Feingold. And um, really good dude. He's like, uh, he, uh, he does like an acapella act. And you got to pay attention to it. He's a real good singer. And uh, <laughs> uh, I apologize. I think I left my window open. So if you hear you. Motorcycles. Uh, motorcycle stuff going by, I apologize. Enjoy. Just enjoy. Right. We're outside right now on a balcony. We are. As I the winds wrestling through. Is that a hummingbird? <laughs> Who's so, playing the violin? <laughs> that would be me. Uh, so um, anyway, so the next, uh, that Saturday, I go to a show and uh, his show. And there's this huge group of people talking. Now, once again, I take it on. I'm being friendly, and I'm just like, um, uh, can you guys keep it down for me? And uh, they're like, what? And I'm like, keep it down. The guys and people around you can't hear. I go, it's just rude to everybody, you know? And she's just like, I can't believe you'd tell me to shut up. I'm like, I should be telling you to stop being such a fucking bitch. Right. Right? And that's exactly what I say. Now, I walk outside. I see the manager. I was like, hey, man, they're just being, can you see him? All of a sudden, her husband comes up, and he's like, yo, bro. And he's like, you call my wife a bitch? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. And he's like, why? I go, because in the moment, she was being a bitch. You know, like I had no choice. So a huge, then everything starts getting wild there again. And mm-hmm. bam, I'm right back on the phone. Joe Sanfilippo, what's going on? I'm like, I don't understand this, Joe. Like, <laughs> Was Warren Durso in there? <laughs> Durso was the <laughs> MC. I'm like, Durso's here. You know what happens. He's here. It's just been like a crazy career of that. Wow. Of just really like 
dealing with a lot of it. And uh, I, I, I tell sort of like Knoxville, like it's all been, and I, I, some of it has to attribute to just doing the Southeast because that has, that has taken a part of my soul. <laughs> like honestly. Sure. Honestly. Like I can remember, I used to do like the Stardome, which now is like one of my favorite clubs to do in Birmingham. Uh-huh. Huge, two big screens. It's like four levels up, f- seats an ungodly amount of people. What's this place called? The Stardome. I don't know that place. I've yeah. never worked it. Well, now it's the, it used to be the biggest club in the country. Uh-huh. Now it's the second behind West Palms Improv. They okay. That 600 seat oh whatever. man, I love that improv. Oh my God, it's so pretty. That uh, was great. They love you down there, by the way. Yeah, well, that's yeah. It's You're a, like Ian's saying the, all this violence and stuff that happened. But when I worked Florida and I would drop Ian's name, the managers, owners, comics. Oh, we love Ian. He's great. He's great. Well, and, and that's like, and that's my thing. Like I, I am that guy. And in nice clubs, <laughs> it's not when I'm out in the middle of fucking Arkansas. So when we're in Tonsuck, Arkansas, they're gonna be like, that shithead came down here and called my wife a cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the thing is, just like I end up in crazy places like Daphne, Alabama. Like nobody can point that shit out on the map. But right, that's right. where I'm performing on Sunday night, you know. And and nonetheless, a sushi fucking place, the only sushi place, and the Tri County place. Right, right. Which it's very, by the way, very disconcerting to see like a redneck looking guy make sushi. Like it just, it's there's something a little less authentic yeah, about, yeah. about the experience. But, I didn't know uh, you could make sushi out of bass. Yeah, just yeah, just like we got. How's the large bass. mouth roll? <laughs> The Chad roll is very nice this year. A Shiner roll, do you have those? <laughs> but yeah, so I think a lot. Of, I mean, I, I always wore that shit as a badge of honor, of like a badge of honor, like I go to these nasty places and just be like, here I come, here I come, Clarksville, West Virginia, like, <laughs> and just put the redneck shit in their face. Like maybe looking back on it, maybe it had more to do with me. I don't know, but. But it was like an experience because, like, the nice thing was I do all those shitty rooms, and then when I would do like West Palm, uh-huh. and it was just like they treat you like class, and you'd get, you know, they were just like, oh man, and they're so friendly, and nice. I'm like, this is how I want to be treated, you know? Right. And I think that's why, like, the move for LA was like why I had to get out because I'm just like, my my wife was the one that flew me out here in November, and she's like, you gotta, yeah, like this is killing you, yeah, like, yeah. This is the road is literally killing you. Well, you're gonna feel like shit out here in a different way. Yeah. Well, as I said, just like. uh my my self esteem has never been worse uh, yeah. since being out here. You know, it's like everybody here is so good looking and pretty. Funny? Oh, this sucks. <laughs> Orlando, that there wasn't many people like this at all. So yeah, it's yeah, it's a whole different uh, different playing field. But it does feel good to be like I don't want to shit on the southeast because there's like a lot of places that I do love. Yeah that I do love like doing there, and uh, it can get like really nutty and crazy, mm-hmm. and, but. I mean, at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, a part of me is just like, it's like, I can only do this for so long and just be like, I've got to be happier. And I just don't want to be attacked anymore or, <laughs> or up on stage. <laughs> the best story I have, uh, North Dakota. Uh, this, this was crazy. I was on, I was still on the steroids and my opener was the guy that sold me the steroids because <laughs> he was also on steroids. Oh, it does work prescribed? <laughs> it's, uh, it, we both had the same medical, medical condition. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Listen, I have some steroid cream in there for a rash <laughs> on my forehead. I expect it to be there when uh, you yeah. leave. Do you have it here? <laughs> what's, what's, is it like, is it an anabolic rash? Like, what, like I need to know before I leave. Uh, so like, I was all yoked up and I was still drinking like way too much. And it was just like this craziest night ever. So I ended up doing a two and a half hour show for sorry. Whoa. Two hours and 50 minutes. I took two piss breaks during the show. Now, I'm not saying I was doing material for two hours and 50 minutes. Right. I was on stage <laughs> for two hours and 50 minutes. The The bar owner loved me and just fed me shots because it's, like it's just like a one night in a bar. Sure. So like that, and it's North Dakota. Yeah, and it's North Dakota. People got nothing to do. Like, we'll let this asshole talk all night if he wants to. <laughs> so I just had my buddy keep coming up and giving me breaks every five minutes to go to the bathroom. Where, like, like I said, took two bathrooms. Like, I'm ready to go again. And uh, just stayed up there. And um, we end up at a bar later. And I'm sitting there. Like, there's this cute Asian girl at the show. She's sitting beside me. And, like, her dude's there. And I'm like, hey, bro. Uh, he's like giving me the stink eye. Like, he's, I'm just like, hey, man, if this is your girl, you, you can you switch out or switch with me. And he's like, go fuck yourself. And I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? what is happening right now? Yeah. I'm like, please, I, just don't talk to me that way. I said, I don't like that at all. And he stands up. I stand up. We end up getting in an altercation where like, I, I pushed him or something. The, the 
bouncer comes. He's like, you got to get out. I'm like, all right, I want to go anyways. So I'm sitting. I find a place to eat. It's me, the, the, my opener again. And now there's this, this big fat guy sitting over there. And I'm not being loud or anything. I'm being pretty. I'm just like, wow, it's crazy that it happened. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, what's up, Hollywood? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, the fuck's up, Hollywood? I'm like, why are you calling me Hollywood? Because <laughs> you think you're Hollywood. I go, dude. If I was Hollywood, the last place I'd be is fucking North Dakota in this shithole, right? <laughs> so he jumps up, and I'm like, oh, f- again? Like, like, how, 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 how much Murray, time? I am talking maybe 45 minutes <laughs> between one guy wanting to fight me in North Dakota to another guy <laughs> wanting to fight me in North Dakota. Now, I stand up, and I'm just like, what are you doing? I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm minding my own business. He goes, you want to do this? I'm like... And he was like, fat. I go, what, a pie contest? Because that's the only <laughs> thing you look in shape for, buddy. Owner gets up. Both you get the fuck out of my restaurant right now. At this point, I'm fed up. And I'm just like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to eat my breakfast. You want to call like, have, cop, have the cops come remove me? Like, I'll do that. But I said, I am not fucking leaving here. Like, at that point, I was just done. Like, I had no idea. Because the set, too. Like, the set went, like, those dudes, both those guys were at the show. Right. And everybody had a good time. Sure. Like... So it was just like this crazy thing of just like my whole career has been me. And that's why they're just like, well, first of all, I got to stop drinking so much. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> then I can diffuse it. Because then I'm just like, I don't ever want to. I'm just like, you stand up and like, do your thing. I don't, I'm not going to do anything. I'm 36 at this point, you know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so like, I was like, I got to quit drinking so much and I've got to stay out of bars. And right. I go, so like, and so since then, it's been a lot milder, <laughs> which has been a good thing. So yeah, it's just like, if I keep like recounting of just like how many times... That kind of shit has gone down. Wow, Reno could have gone in a completely different direction. Oh, oh, totally. <laughs> With me touching that guy's brain, like if yeah. that, like that could have just sent him into a fucking into a rage. You know what I'm saying? Then I got some crazy guy with half a brain hanging out chasing me around Reno. <laughs> Let me tell you about the last time I almost got into a fight. Was here. Uh, this is probably 2000. Um, I was at a bar. My buddy Chris Hardwick was best friends with the guy who owned the bar up here in uh, Westwood. So we would go after the show and we <laughs> would go. And some guy got in my, I forget how it started. Oh, they gave the wrong credit card away. So I, so the lady's like, you know, you got to call your credit card and have it just, you know, discontinued. So I'm on the phone. They call last call. And a drunk guy walks up and he just goes, they said last call, click, and hung up the phone on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's great. He After was like 10 minutes on hold. 10 minutes on hold. Right. Like word came down from top. Yeah. I will make sure <laughs> it goes down properly. So, so he just comes up. She said last call. He's like, trying to be funny. You got to leave. <laughs> Click. <laughs> you know, it's one of those that hung on the wall. So you could just press the hang up button. Click. So I'm like, I lose. I'm like, dude, so we're towed it face to face. And then his buddies all gather around him. So I turn to see who's got my back of the comics. It's Chris Hardwick, who is face down drunk. <laughs> this is where you're still drinking. Blaine Kapach, who weighs 104 pounds and Oof. is about six feet. But squirrely. Zach Galifianakis, passed out drunk. <laughs> and this Portland comic named Riley Newton, who's a girl. Who's getting nowhere near me. So I'm like, okay, great. I might as well have the marching band backing me up in this fight. So I get booted out of the bar. And then there's nothing worse than making that phone call the next day to Chris Hardwick, who kind of like, I get up around noon. I call him. I wake him up. He's like, I'm like, hey, it's Murr. He's like, hey, oh. I'm like, I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what happened. So that was the last time I almost got into a fight. Well, it seemed like the guy was trying to make a joke. Yeah. Like, hey, she said last call. Click. Uh, and you were... Oh, he was trying have? to make a joke, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not for the bar, just my last call. Buddy. Just, yeah, he was just saying, cutting you she off. She said on the last bar. call. That <laughs> is your last call. <laughs> and he was probably expecting you to turn around and be like, that's um, ah, pretty fucking good, good, dude. Let's call, call the cab back. Like, yeah, 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 you air. With my credit card company, you jerk <laughs> off. That's as close. Um, bar after a show. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever. God. I'm trying to think, and I know I've told that story on uh, oh, to the be, show before, so I apologize, to be you, listeners. Murray. I know. Yeah, you I know wanna, what? You're just. I'm just life. lovable. <laughs> no, Murray. There was. Do you not remember in Reno? 
That no. dude in that Affliction t-shirt with his girl, and they were just out of control drunk. Do you not remember that? Oh, I don't. Wait, were they in the show? They were in the show, and oh, I had left the show. That was you were with like, you. Yeah, and you were like, dude, where the fuck were you, man? I needed you. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. How did I yes. forget about that? That big dude, he was like, he was in his 40s, but looked like he had spent his entire life lifting things. Yeah, like, yeah. All he did with his time was lift shit up and then just put it back down so he could lift it back up again. And he was just annihilated. And his he was like whispering, his but his wife or girlfriend was just None. not. I forgot all about this. Stop. And I said something like, I don't know, I said like a cliche or something, like a phrase, like, you know, I don't know, like uh, suck it or I don't Not to them, just in general, like some sort of phrase that somebody says. And she's like, that's my phrase. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I say suck it. Oh, yeah, like, that's everybody says suck it. <laughs> Or whatever, and then I—I I don't know. I just—that's right. That's what it was. It was in you had said it in like in your uh, in your act. You're just like suck it, and she's like, "That's my catchphrase." <laughs> I remember you telling me that afterwards. I'm like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" And uh, she wouldn't shut up. And then it, like in her boyfriend, her boyfriend's like, hey, and "I'm like, you got to deal with this, man. How do you get her to shut up, man? <laughs> Tell me so I can get her to shut up." And so it started getting really tense. Yeah. And so I like to when it starts to get tense, I like to alleviate it. Um, alleviate means. <laughs> yeah, please, <Ian>. explain, <laughs> what's this word you speak of, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> to take oh, the Jesus. tone down. Take the bit. tone down. See, I like to crank it to ten, man. <laughs> so I, I kind of like step, lean over the stage. I'm like, ah, all, all's good, and I go to kind of do like the slap hand with him. That's thing. right. And he grabs my hand and yanks me. <laughs> And this guy's arm, oh yeah, is like the size of a normal, like a like a like maybe like a twelve year old's waist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I mean, big his arms were. And I and I catch myself and I yank him back, back, and he's just. It was like yanking a fucking redwood out of this. <laughs> just like, like, I don't think the roots are there pretty good. I don't think this one's coming out at all. Somehow I yanked him and I dislocated my arm. I don't know how. <laughs> But he, I went to Jacob back, and he wouldn't move, and then it just got, ooh, and everybody, and then think a Christian came in and was like, tapped the guy on the shoulders, like, you're out of here, man. And then I'm like, are you sure he's gone, gone? <laughs> yeah, like, we need him out of Reno. Yeah, like, yeah, is there a, a cab? He can, I forgot all about that. Because you have, all you had to your left was Gary. <laughs> on the, quick, play, play me out of here, Gary. There's a piano player, there's a piano player to your left there. Gary <laughs> is also the mastermind behind Abra, Abacadabra, the Abba cover band. Which I got to see. You did? Okay. First of all, Gary's great. Gary is one of my favorite human beings yeah, ever. Yeah. Gary's just a showman. Like this guy makes he makes he makes a piano uh, a piano called a Grand Slam that every big celebrity like he sold really yes a I Shikis, didn't know that. Um, Kid Rock oh, they all play I didn't his know he piano. made them yeah that's Holy his factory. Crap. So not only is this guy okay he makes these pianos. Then he goes on the road making more money than ABBA ever did. <laughs> like his mark for that show is disgusting. Really? Yeah. It's, it's very high. And uh, he showed me, like he opened his computer and I was like, oh my God, it's a multi-million dollar thing for him. Then he spent- I'm still on the Abracadabra mailing list, so I, I track. Mm-hmm. You track? Where, yeah, they're working all the time. Oh, nonstop. And then on top of it, the guy comes in to make 25 a show. Yeah, to work that room because he loves the show. Like he yeah. loves, he's such a showman, and I've got such respect for that. He doesn't need like he's just and just and he's very like just flamboyant. Oh, like, flamboyant he's got he's got a just, he's got a puffance. Like what do you he's call got, that? Yeah, he's got like what Barry you, Gibb hair, yes. even though he's in an ABBA cover band. <laughs> yeah, it's totally <laughs> like, Barry Gibb hair from '79. Silk, like shiny, sh- not sh- sh- glissy, but like. Flashy shirts and with American flags on them and shit. Very much, so, but dude. Well, here's the thing. I know, like I, I can't tell that story. Okay, <laughs> uh, but um, Lady Lake, which is the retirement home in in um, uh, Florida, it's uh-huh. like it's just above Ocala. Anyways, Gary's like, I'm coming to Lady Lake. I was <laughs> like, I will be there. <laughs> it was a show just for the people that all volunteer there. They're just putting on a special. So there's like a dinner beforehand. So I grab my wife, and I mean, like we're in our late 30s now. So we walk in there, and they're all just old as dust, right? right and right. we're just like, fuck, I've never felt so vibrant in my life. I'm like, fuck, I feel like I could run a marathon right yeah, now yeah. around this, you know? And um, 
we get to the show. Now, mind you, right behind me, there's an old guy in a Christmas-like sweater. It wasn't Christmas. It was April. And uh, <laughs> with like a big foam Santa Claus on it, right? And he looks like at any moment he's going. Right. Either to bed or just going. Yeah. yeah. And um, I have been... My mom listened to that, but I saw like, love it. By the way, his show was amazing. Yeah. And like, Full band? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, well, it's, it's, it's him on the piano, guitar player, and the two girls. It's oh. amazingly. And the greatest thing is, like, Abba's all about the girls. But for him, he was always jumping from behind the piano. I was like, wasn't that amazing? I'm Gary Raffinelli, and I produced this show. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. He throws, like, so we're watching this, and he doesn't do Dancing Queen, because obviously you want to end on sure. that, right? Now, there's an old man sitting behind me there, like crouched over. He hasn't taken his eyes off the floor, mm-hmm. <laughs> off the floor, <laughs> which I have been singing every single song front to back. Sure. I love ABBA. And uh, Gary's like, well, that's it, folks. We've done them all. It's time to go. And before anybody could like, go, oh, or anything like that, this old guy just screams out, dancing queen. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife just could not stop laughing. This guy was comatose. It's like he only showed up for the one song. He's like, fuck this catalog. I'll start I'll start picking my head up when you throw down some dancing queen. But I got to see Gary's show and it was fantastic. Oh, it must be. There were I, it's like I get his tour schedule all the time and he's on cruise ships and then he's in Vegas yes. and then he's up in the Poconos and oh, and he just he just kills it with that. If you ever if you ever see a sign out there for Abacadabra, yeah. do not deny yourself. You pull over, treat. man. <laughs> pull the fuck over and start making some better decisions for yourself. <laughs> for fuck's sakes, people, grow up. It's Abba. Well, Ian, I can't thank you enough for coming over today. Oh, thanks for having me, man. This is just great. This is like us just finally catching up after three and a half years. I know. Instead of uh, some shitty one-nighter in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Outside Birmingham, Daphne, Alabama. Daphne, Alabama. <laughs> it's a coastal town. Anyways. <laughs> and it's great. Now that you're here, you're about 10 minutes away. So I have a yeah, birthday man. party this summer. You got to come over. I'll be here. This is an awesome pad, man. Jump in the pool. Uh, so what? Where can? what's going on? Where can we find? you uh funny ian.com um that and then follow me like on the, the twitter i'm huge i love instagram yeah I, love I don't instagram. i don't do instagram people like everybody likes twitter stuff like instagram is my jam because i feel like you can do videos tweets and uh-huh. right from there so it's ian gatoski uh g-u-t-o-s-k-i-e but if you just go to funny ian you can uh-huh. click on all that right i think there. i have gutowski in my phone you probably got the right spelling That's okay how people say it all right but i just say it like that okay cool difficult but and then no, you're back in... No, I'm back in Vegas. Where are you off to next? Right now? Oh, this will go up at the end of the if week. If anybody's going uh, to the Atlantis in the Bahamas, I will be headlining Joker's Wild from May 20th to June 1st. That sounds awesome. Uh, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's it's a good time. You're just landlocked for two weeks in a casino again. and it's Oh, yeah. Oh, two there. weeks? And it's from people from all over the world. So you've got China sitting at table seven, Ireland sitting at table eight, Israel... I do a joke about like um, about the Gaza Strip, and the guy's like, "I'm an Israeli soldier." I'm like, "Of of, of course you are." No, I got to talk to you. Um, and then uh, two weeks shows of shows. Two weeks. It's, Any it's days off? Tuesday through Sunday, I get one Monday off. Oh, that's and then they send you awful. off to do a a paid like club med type thing. Uh-huh. That's like one of those all inclusive places, and it is awful. Really? Like, I mean, fucking awful. Like real bad, but the shows there at the Joker's Wild are actually pretty fun. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty good. And then, uh, then but two weeks? Are you just fried, man? Oh, I'm fried, and I just got to hop off that, and then I'm up to Harvey's in Portland. Oh, and then I'm off that, and I got to go to Orlando, work there, and get the wife out of the house to move. Oh, right, right. I was gonna say, now that you're here, the Pacific Northwest, which I know you play a lot, it's gonna be a lot financially more financially viable for you. So that's good. And I saw the the, because I've done Harvey's in Portland forever. And uh, when I saw what my ticket was out of here, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh $200. Holy shit. <laughs> I haven't seen that number in a long time flying. Right. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. So, NASA, uh, Harvey's in Portland. And then, if anybody's in Fort Myer, Florida <laughs> and wants to see a bad show in a bar, you catch me June uh, 13th and 14th down there. <laughs> Where's that? Oh, you, you know. Oh, I never worked it, but I Laughing. think I still have his number. If you ever, dude, if you drop by anything, just you got to tell him. He'll work you in a heart. Oh, no, he already said he would, but I just haven't you last time. <laughs> no, but I've just made the right decision, Ian, <laughs> unlike you and your entire career. <laughs> oh, I think I still have his... Joe Galanis. Uh, wait, is it Grove Street? 
Yep, Groove Street. Groove Street, Laugh-In Comedy. Yeah, I still have it on my uh, thing from when you texted me it in April, August 19th, 2011. No shit. And I've never deleted August it or 19th. called him back. <laughs> I'm like, I can set you up, Murray. And then I start showing you like where I work. You're like, yeah, I don't think that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be Because I go that. to Florida a lot because my yeah, wife's from Florida. from Florida. So I'm like, oh, you know, I always go to Palm, West Palm Beach or, or one of those. So I'm like, hey, there's got to be other... Ian's got to know other stuff. <laughs> I do. They're oh, terrible. boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Ian. Uh, guys, um, coming up. Uh, like I said, I'm on a writing gig, so I'm going to be local. We got comics on Safari in Ventura on May 29th. That's going to be me, Monty Franklin. I think Andy Woods joining us on that one. And then we're back at Irvine Improv with me. I think I'm going to ha- headline that set and do a do a long set. Joe Sibb's going to do a longer set. Monty Franklin will be there again and a couple uh, surprise guests. And uh, at Murray V on Twitter and Astoy Merchandise has the t-shirts. So go check those out. Um, I'm not getting rich on the t-shirts. I'm just use it for equipment and I buy these comics food don't tell Ian because I didn't buy him anything today <laughs> bought me shit I got a glass of water from this guy can, can you wash that before you? <laughs> can you, I'm taking that cup with me motherfucker. <laughs> <Are you guys? laughs> oh uh, real quick um, I'm doing uh, I might be doing a live streaming uh, episode um, of this show on the 21st the 21st May 21st with Bert Kreischer and Matt Fulcheron, and it's a live stream, and there's an auction that goes along with it. I don't know, uh, probably a lot of you uh, podcast listeners have done this with Jackie Cation and Graham Elwood and those guys, so um, they've been trying to set me up, set one up with me, and I think it's going to go down to the 21st. We're going to live stream. We're going to have auctions um, to sell stuff, like uh, T-shirts and tickets to shows and CDs and DVDs and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to find out more about that, and I'll tell you more about it next week. And, and like us on the Facebook page, and I'll put all that information up there. I know a lot of you guys are more familiar with it because you've gone through it. Jimmy Pardo did it with uh, Never Not Funny. Uh, he said it went really well. So um, Walking the Room's done it. So we finally locked down a time, which we think would be a good time to do it. So look for that and I will make more announcements as that gets closer which is only one more show I think before then so sorry for the ramble I just got the confirmation email before we uh, recorded anyway if you're still listening (laughs) thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon thanks Ian thanks buddy you want to know about life on the road it's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great at bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon